When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, everybody, we're back from that quick break. Uh, and, Nick, let's dive into uh, some the, a guy on this side of the ball, on the offensive side of the ball, uh, that I think is actually playing pretty well. Um, and that's running back Latavius Murray. Uh, and we wanted to talk about him because, you know, he had the 52-yard run. Um, you know, we really haven't seen, I, I, I want to say the, the previous largest run this season from a running back was 13 yards, something like that before that run. So what's impressed you about Latavius? Uh, it seems like he's running well. The ground game is still not great, right? Um, in terms of consistency, I feel like, like it, it's, you know, sometimes it's one, two yards here and then maybe you get a big one, but, uh, what, what's impressed you about Latavius? Uh, especially considering he's a guy that's only been on the on the team now for a few weeks. Well, that's just it, George. He, he's only been on the team for uh, a couple of weeks, but he brings that uh, physical mentality, that type of uh, football that we were hoping to see from this Broncos uh, offensive line in the run game all season long. And the big thing, and, and the, the big, I guess, the big thing for me is the fact that he's a downhill runner, right? You know, you look at the fifty-two yard run. Uh, he, he still has some uh, gas in the tank, but obviously once he get into the second level, uh, he was caught. And But but that just kind of show you like where he is in his career. But he is still one hell of a uh, running back, so much so that the Broncos decided to part ways with Melvin Gordon. I know the fumbles was definitely a reason as to why they decided to do this. But, yeah, I mean, a guy like Latavius Murray gives the Broncos – somewhat of a physical type of presence. And, and you talk about the uh, the offensive line in the run game. If the offensive line can create some creases for him here and there, there's a possibility we can see some more runs like this down the stretch. But for me, I would like to get Latavius Murray like outside on the perimeter. And the reason being is that if you look around the league with any other running back, to me, that's more favorable because guess what? There's less guys outside than there is inside. And if you're going to run those inside runs, your blocking has to be precise. We're talking about double team combo blocks, getting up to that second level and making sure you sealed off that linebacker to create a hole. But because if you're asking running backs constantly to run into a brick wall, that's going to be really tough. But I've definitely been impressed with uh, Latavius Murray thus far. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that's impressive about him is he's obviously been in the league a long time, Nick, uh, played on several different teams, and he seems to be efficient no matter where he goes. Uh, and so – and he, he's an older guy. I mean, he he's not a guy that I think you can hand the ball off, you know, 25 times in a game, right? He had 13 carries, 93 yards uh, this last game. That's probably right around the right range, right, somewhere between 12 mm-hmm. to 15 carries a game. Uh, and so you can kind of lean on him, but uh, he's just a guy that – Again, he, he falls forward a lot, right? Uh, even when there's not a whole lot of yards there, he falls forward and gets two more yards. He's a big dude. Like, standing next to him in the locker room, yeah. I thought Melvin Gordon was a big running back. Like, Latavius Murray is is a big guy. 
Uh, and so I think he's really physical. And so I think he's brought something to that run game that maybe they can lean on a little bit more, especially considering the offense struggles to move the ball. Um, you know, just, just hand it off to Latavius every once in a while and he might get you something. So, but it, it's an interesting room right now, Nick, you know, they just, uh, they just dropped uh, divine Ozigbo who was on the practice squad for a few weeks. It sounds like Mike Boone might be back this week. Uh, at least they're going to start his clock in terms of coming off the injured reserve. Uh, you have Tyreek McAllister, who I believe was on, he was in training camp, got yeah. hurt. And now he's back uh, on the practice squad. And then, uh, who am I missing? I miss Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. You know, we finally got to see him play this last week. Um, did a nice, you know, did a couple nice things here and there. I'm sure he'll still continue to be the backup guy. It's interesting. All these guys are practice squad guys. But Nick, the one guy that you mentioned that is no longer with the team, he's now with the Chiefs, Mr. Melvin Gordon. What was your reaction to that? Uh, Gordon going to AFC West rival Kansas City Chiefs and Super Bowl, probably the Super Bowl favorites right now. I mean, this guy could go from being on uh, the Broncos, who obviously are, you know, bottom five in the league right now, uh, to, you know, co possibly competing for a Super Bowl. Well, two things came to mind. Uh, first and foremost, it was like, you know, good for him. I know he had a rough couple of games here and his departure wasn't as smooth as uh, he would have liked it. So I'm always happy for guys to have the ability to continue their career and the other thing is, listen, I, I know the Chiefs should not fear the Broncos based on the way the season has gone so far, but I know teams play a lot of these games. Hey, if there's a guy who's previously on a team's roster that we're going to play in two weeks, bring that guy in and see what kind of information that we can get uh, from him. So those are the first two things that I thought about when Melvin, uh, it was announced that Melvin has signed uh, with uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and just think about it. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is expected to be out for three more games. So right now it's uh, insurance policy for Melvin Gordon. He's probably going to be behind Jet McKinnon. And, and who knows? They may never bring him up from the practice squad, but for him, he was really happy and ecstatic that, guess what? I'm on a team and I get an opportunity to uh, continue my career. But more importantly, he collects another check. Yeah, I mean, my reaction, Nick, is they play in two weeks. And the, the Kansas City Chiefs running back room uh, in two weeks, I think, will look very similar to what it does now. And like you said, they're a little banged up there. And uh, here's my prediction, Nick. Not only is he going to play against the Broncos in uh -oh. two weeks, <laughs> I think he's going to score a touchdown. No. And I think I think it's going to be a touchdown. Maybe, even, maybe it's in garbage time or whatever, but it's going to be uh, a touchdown in that game. Uh, and I think the Chiefs are going to win pretty handily. And that crowd um, is going to have one heck of a reaction. I, I think it'll be <laughs> booze. I think uh, it's going to be interesting, too, because I don't know how many people will be there. Like, I think the crowd could be pretty sparse. I think there could also be a lot of Chiefs fans that make that trip. Um, I, I wouldn't say take over in Powerfield because Broncos fans would never let that happen. But I think there'll be quite a few Chiefs there. Sorry, George. Hate to cut you off. But I have to say that's not always true. Really? Yes, because I remember the 05-06 season. We played the Pittsburgh Steelers for the right to go to Super Bowl. And here it is. I was expecting to see a packed house full of orange and blue. But boy, was I wrong. I saw a lot of silver and black. So I, I, I wouldn't hang my hat on that at the end of the day. 
I will say though, the Steelers are known across the league to have the best traveling fans. And I will say the Broncos are very good too. I I tweeted this out before the Panthers game. It shocks me how many Broncos fans make all these games. Not because it's hard to travel to games. Obviously, it's expensive and, and things like that. But also just because how bad they've been. <laughs> like I, I just I can't imagine these people spending all that money to go watch this team. But um, I say that I've I've been I've been at every game. Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, but back to Gordon. I just it seems it seems like destiny, Nick. That this guy is he's either it's this is what's going to happen, Nick. He's either going to come back to Denver and he's going to score a touchdown and he's going to wave to the crowd, have some sort of celebration. People are going to boo him and he's going to have the greatest time of his life. Or, Nick, he's going to fumble the ball and that place (laughs) is going to lose their mind if that happens. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Good for him, like you said. I'm not surprised somebody picked him up, right? Um, He's a guy that can contribute. He's played in the league a long time won't have trouble picking up the offense. I'm sure he can contribute for them pretty quickly. Uh, I don't know how much they'll use him, uh, but also knowing the Chiefs, they find a way to get the most out of all these guys, right, on offense. So I, I'm sure that he'll do some – he'll have some crazy great game. Uh, and he could even help them in the playoffs, right? You need guys – when you get to the playoffs, you need guys uh, that can come in and, and play different spots, especially at running back where guys are getting injured all the time. So – it's gonna be really interesting, Nick. I, I'm, I'm, I. All I know is I am pumped uh, for that game now in two weeks because I think it's gonna be one heck of a storyline if he's playing in that game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But see, George, that's the reason why. I I know you said that, hey, listen, uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs expected to come in here in in the next two weeks and the Broncos are not performing well, and that could be a a high-scoring game for Kansas City Chiefs, this is why fans will come. They want will want to do the same thing that you want to see. You want to see what's going to happen. And if it ends up where he's fumbling the ball, you get a chance to boo him even more while he walks out of the door with a division rival. So, yeah, this is a way, and I don't think the Broncos are going to really uh, kind of promote the game in that way to try to get fans to come. Hey, come in so you can have one final opportunity to boo Melvin Gordon before the season is over. But just the idea of being able to do it Guess what? It's enticing, right? You don't have anything else to show up for the game because you're thinking that, hey, well, the Broncos are not going to beat Kansas City anyway, so let's go out and let's get family together and friends and we boo Melvin Gordon. Listen, you, I, I, I even think, and I'll go as far as say this, you might be in the booth kind of quietly looking around booing Melvin Gordon yourself. There's a possibility of that, George. Me? Yes. Why would I do that? I like Melvin. Well, well, you know how you are sometimes. You know, you so you kind of wishy-washy, right? So you just may do it just to say, you know what? I was part of the crowd that booed him that one time, and then I just turned around and looked around and said, you know what? Now I'm good. I got it out of the way. No, I won't be booing Melvin, but I do think there will be a lot of other people booing Melvin. <laughs> I think I think that place is going to be crazy uh, if he gets the ball. So uh, it's, it's going to be fun, Nick. Are you surprised it was the Chiefs uh, of all the places? I mean – 
He's now played. I was thinking about this. Yeah. He obviously played for the Chargers, played for the Broncos. Now the Chiefs, all he's got to do now is sign with the Raiders this offseason. He, <laughs> he hit all four AFC West teams. Oh, isn't that, isn't that something like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick did that? Yeah. As yeah. far as uh, uh, the AFC East. Uh, li- listen, it's once again, it's great that a player who's had his struggles still have an opportunity to uh, revitalize his career, if I can say that. But I thought it was interesting that he signed with Kansas City. And I could see a scenario playing out where the lead is so large that they say, you know what? Hey, Andy Reid, say put him in there and let's see what happens. Just another way to stick it to the Broncos. I think that's 100% going to happen, Nick. I think I think it's no, there's no question that that's what's going to happen. I, I did want to bring you back, bring back to another point, though, because I, I didn't really necessarily think about this originally, but you brought it up and now I'm thinking about it. And this doesn't just go for Melvin, but you see it all the time with guys who get released. They then get signed by the team that maybe he's going to play them in a, in a week or two. Right. Um, does that, does that, I mean, you, you're a guy that that's playing in this league. Does that happen? And how much of an advantage is that? Like, like Melvin going there and saying, Hey, this is what they're going to do on offense. I can tell you these plays, these things, does that, does that happen often? And how much of an, of an advantage is that actually for, for like a team like the chiefs? Yeah, it happens, man. This is the business of football and in the business of football you're trying to win at all costs. You're going to turn over every single stone. Even if it feels as though your, your coaching staff, your roster, uh, your quarterback is better than your opponent, what's a couple of more nuggets here and there so you can just kind of really shove their face into the ground? So, yeah, it does it does happen because I've been on teams where they would bring a guy in, you know, maybe get ask him some questions. He's on a roster for the game that they're going to play against that former team, and then two weeks later, boom, he's gone, right? And he's like, hey, what, what just happened? I, I thought you guys were bringing this guy in to give him an opportunity. Yeah, we, we brought him in to give him an opportunity to give us all the nuggets and information that we can get out of him. And once again, everyone is trying to win. Now, is some of that information uh, usable? Some of it is because maybe that player may not recall every single thing, but you sit down with that player and you, hey, you know, through conversation, you know, uh, what was it like playing for that team? What do they like to do? Tell us about this particular player. So even though you may not get information on the scheme itself, you get information about the players. And then you could turn that information into play calling that either helps your special teams, offense, or defense. So it is something that's uh, definitely part of the game. That's why I'm not too surprised uh, about Melvin signing with the Chiefs because he gets a chance to kind of stick it to the Broncos twice. And for a guy that left the way that he did, oh, yes, he's going to be loving every minute of it. Well, I will say this, Nick. I'm not so sure that the Chiefs need to know the Broncos' offensive secrets to stop them uh, the way that they're playing right now. So, I I mean, I get it, and I think that he'll probably help them a little bit here and there. But in terms of the outcome of the game, I, I doubt it'll have a huge effect. But any advantage you can get, right? Uh, I, I think it, it, it's a smart move. So definitely going to be interesting, Nick. Um, I, you know, I, I really want to see how he does there. Uh, and who knows? I mean, they play him twice more, right? So I, I don't think it's just a – I think he'll be there the rest of the season just because, again, they're banged up at that position. I would assume he's a guy that, that can that can help them the rest of the way. So definitely going to be interesting uh, to see how that plays out. Again, Melvin Gordon, what a story. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome in two weeks, you know, it makes that game a lot more interesting, a lot more fun. So Nick, we got to take a break. 
and then let's dive into a couple more things in our, in our last segment. Uh, I know you want to talk a little bit about the defense uh, and kind of the struggles that they had. We didn't really get to that the other day talking about the game uh, and kind of where they can fix some of those things in these final six games. So let's take a break and then we'll dive into that stuff.